0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 93 of the Tiki Taka podcast. I'm your host, Peter, today joined by Cynthia. Hi everybody. Patrick. Hello. Steven. Hello. And Bruno. Yo yo yo. Obviously left Bruno for last. That was totally non-intentional. Right. Ah. Anyway, uh, we got a lot to get to for games. So we're going to get the more meaningless ones, I guess, the ones that we don't have to talk about that much. Not for. nice. Don't say it like that. All right. The ones that, you know, how do you want me to say it? They're the ones that don't matter as much for the podcast. <laughs> That's just not nice. They don't matter, they matter Peter. They don't. I mean, all right, for the sporting issues they do. All right. But anyway, uh, Patrick is going to get us started with the – team against
1: Atletico Madrid. Yeah, so um, for that game, we had the uh, surprise from Jesus, the, the surprise he likes, which is to play three at the back with wing backs on the side. Um, he tried uh, to surprise Atletico with Patricio and net, uh, Mathieu, Quartez and Pindu along the back, um, mm-hmm. midfield uh, of Bartaglia and Brian Ruiz with Rostovski and Ocunio on the wings um Bruno Fernandes and Gelson Martins a uh, a lot closer to uh the forward which on on the on the night happened to be uh Freddy Montero and um you know coming into the game he, he, it was it was obviously Sporting needed a, a a perfect um you know unison to to turn around uh, the 2-0 deficit against a very strong team in Atletico, and I felt I felt for the first 25 minutes it it was really um, turning out to be uh, something like that. The Sporting were really good. They were definitely on top. Um, and um, they were creating a few chances. Nothing major. Um, and that translated over to the rest of the game. But, you know, we, we were there and we were beginning uh, to knock. We obviously got the, the goal early from Freddie Monteiro, um, which was a good pushing in the direction that Sporting needed to go into uh, to turn the tie around. Um, But then, obviously, there was also the injury uh, quite early on to Jeremy Mathieu, um, which in the end meant that uh, Jesus had to change things around and he decided to bring on uh, Petrovic, who, in my opinion, is a player who hasn't really really settled um, into the Sporting um, dimension. He's not really a player who I feel... Is playing with the confidence that um, that any club that any club would expect of its players. So it was it was a bit of a misfit. Um, in the end, certainly uh, throughout phases of the game, he went missing, and that Sporting that started the game also um, was a bit dim. Um, all in all, I think if if you look at the game, I think it was a it was a um, you know respectable performance from Sporting. Um, we got. We got the win against a, a good side. Obviously, it wasn't enough. And the damage uh, in terms of mistakes was already done in the first leg. Um, well, when we look back to the mistakes that, uh, you know, Quartes and Mathieu made and the chances missed from Gelson and Dost and uh, Freddie Montero um, more prominently. Um, you know, that the, the first leg was really where we paid the price. Um, but, you know, no shame. 2-1 on aggregate, losing to um who a team that's undoubtedly um the favorites to lift uh, the trophy uh will we'll take we'll take the defeat on the chin and and focus on our other goals for the season which um you know will be to push up the table as far as we can and um hopefully by the end of the season crown our campaign with a, a portuguese cup win
0: all right. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know if you guys want to add to anything to what Patrick said. I thought he would. I don't know. I don't
1: have anything to
2: say. He did guess the, the goal.
1: Oh, yeah. I guessed the score. I yeah. Said, Good for you. I said you said it 1-0. would be
2: one goal, but not enough to do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. But the, the truth was staring me in the face, and I just had to...
3: Pull it
4: out
1: <laughs> all right
3: sad part it about, uh, sad part is about this tie is that Sporting is going to look back in like two infantile errors and they could have been in the semifinals. yeah not to mention the half a dozen of sh- opportunities that they had to score and they didn't they weren't able to score the second goal
1: yeah but it goes like that sometimes unfortunately um, you know there are games where you commit mistakes and games where the luck just isn't there with you um, especially at the at the highest level, you pay for those kinds of um, nights, but you know it's just one of those things. I think we'll have to move on from it. Obviously, it would have been nice to be in a semi final or even go on to win it. I think Sporting um, are a club that should be um, you know hoping to quite uh, soon I... win a tournament like the Europa League or something like that, and or make good strides in the Champions League. That's certainly the I... level Sporting should aspire to be.
3: I don't believe that Atletico Madrid is going to win this competition, by the way.
1: um, Well, I don't know. They obviously lost 3-0 last night to Real Sociedad and Arsenal are their next opponent. So Arsenal and Atletico Madrid are obviously, in my opinion, the two strongest candidates um, for it. Uh, and the other tie, we've got Marseille against Salzburg. Marseille is a, a peg below, in my, in my opinion, but also a very good side. Salzburg, the wild card. Um... It, you know, it, it, if we're looking at the odds, it's between Arsenal and Le- and Atletico. I think Atletico probably probably um, emotionally and and whatnot. They they're well drilled. They're a well drilled side more so than Arsenal. Um, and with you know uh, with Liga being out of sight for them and they they being quite comfortable in the top four, I think that they'll really knuckle down for. Uh, Europa League, which is a tournament they've won before. They love winning that tournament. Um, all Spanish clubs, uh, you know, take that tournament very seriously. So, I think to me that that's why I just I think Atletico are. Um, but don't the don't you think
3: that don't you think that they want or Arsenal wants to send Arsen Wenger,
4: well yeah, off with the Europa yeah, League yeah. title.
1: Yeah, but you know, even then, I think Arsenal has Arsenal has its. Um, has its deficiencies and and, uh, as a follower of Arsenal as well like I see them they can get they can execute a plan perfectly um, but at the first sign of that plan not going um, as well as projected they really crumble and Atletico are exactly the type of team that often Arsenal face up against it's like Polar opposites. Arsenal like to play football. Letko are far more rigid and they, they look for their chances. Those are the type of teams that Arsenal usually uh, pay a it's heavy good. price against. So, it's, it'll be interesting uh, to see. Um, uh, well, I, I, but I just think Atletico will come into the game as favourites. So I still believe Arsenal uh, can obviously beat them, but I just think Atletico are that bit uh, stronger or, or at least uh, more stable.
3: Watch out for Red Bull Salzburg. Majority of this team was, or a lot of player of the of the, those of that team is the team that won the U19 Euro yeah, with. Yeah.
1: Uh, you never know. Actually, that.
3: the youth league, the youth league, the youth Champions League. Yeah, you never the Red know. Bull Salzburg
1: team. Against like, finals everyone's there to to make it to the final. When you're at the final, you have to win. So everyone has to be taken seriously. There's obviously a tier, but yeah, and anyone can win it.
2: Uh Josie is also saying that uh for Arsenal the Europa League win. Oh no, and then he wrote more. Stop that. Um means that they would go to the Champions League next season.
1: Yeah, obviously correct. Arsenal, it's, um, place, it's, so. it's not just about Van Gogh, but um uh Champions League is way out of the question for them in the league. Um but they're in sixth place. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, but they're only top, top four. Oh
0: fourteen? I, I thought they were closer.
1: Nah. with the loss at the weekend against Newcastle. Oh, right. um, But, you know, yeah, so it, it, it is super important for Arsenal, but, you know, that de- they they do have um, some big weaknesses, it, more so emotionally and mentally um, than anything else. And I do fear for that side of Arsenal. But, uh, you know, Arsenal, even this season, they've put some good displays against like AC Milan and whatnot. And who knows what will happen now with with Wenger announcing that he's gone, like what, what, what that will do for the, uh, for the ambience a, a, around the club, perhaps, um, you know, the fans will start backing the team a lot more, and the players will feel they have something to prove to whoever comes in, um, to replace Wenger, and and all the critics that are, are still looking at Arsenal, perhaps something, perhaps there'll be a shift there, but, um, we we'll, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so um, if you guys are done, I think we can move on to the, the,
3: the Liga game. Yeah. Right. All right. So. Blueness Sporting.
1: Yep. Take it away, yep. Patrick. Okay, so um, for this one, uh, a, a familiar uh, 4-2-3-1 that Sporting usually play. Uh, a few players coming back, like Cointrao. Uh, Patricio obviously uh, still in goal. Quartes, who, part- who was partnered by André Pint. Uh, jerry Matteo wasn't uh, fully fit for this one. Neither was uh, Piccini with Rostovsky still uh, keeping his place at right-back. Midfield of Bataglia, Brian Ruiz. Uh, Bruno Fernandes further ahead. Um, Acuna and Gelsen on the flanks and Bastos uh, at the top of the attack. And this game started with a bit of controversy. Obviously, with Blenis getting their penalty. Um, after the referee consulting the VAR and whatnot, and do you believe it, that was a penalty? Uh, I don't, on the basis that a few weeks ago we had a, a similar shout on Bastos against Braga, in which Madilj comes out with his with his leg outstretched, uh, doesn't get the ball at all, and and, and whacks uh, Dost on the shin, takes him down, and you know. If, if any defenders doing that or, or whatnot inside the area then uh, the referee has to give a penalty for that um he didn't then um so to then have that decision um multiplied and given in favor of uh Bilnic against us is, is obviously uh sour but um you know he, he gave it anyway um and the squad uh if to take any positive from that situation it, it was obviously Sporting's reaction we we bounced back quite quickly uh Bounen Fernandez with a beautiful ball over to Bustos around the 11th minute um you know put uh, uh, put Sporting level and um Sporting were able to take advantage of the fact that um defense was quite narrow i think they were playing three center backs um anyway uh, um so there was space around the outside of the centre-backs um, and that's when the, where the second goal came from as well, um, from Gelsen, uh to make it 2-1. So we, we, we made it 2-1 quite early and we could really, you know, put that penalty decision behind us a little bit and, and focus on uh, the game ahead. We go into half-time with a, a 3-1 lead, everything was uh, very comfortable for Sporting, Acuña getting the third and then I think in the second half we, we, we sort of dozed off a bit, perhaps we had our eye on um, the Porto game, uh, we were trying to, you know, it was a bit of, um, uh, you know, just just saving our legs a bit, and obviously that's a very, that's a dangerous thing to do, um, because you know, other teams that that, that they want to win at, at this stage of the season, they want to take advantage of these uh, 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 opportunities that you give them, and uh, Bunez find themselves free to. Uh, behind pulling pulling the goal back around the 64th minute and then um, obviously they get another penalty which this one um, in fairness was a clear penalty for Blenich. Uh and Freddie I think it was and made it 3-3 um, so they, from then on obviously um, you know when you're winning 3-1 and all of a sudden it's 3-3 it's a um, bit of a culture shock um, and, and uh, you're there hoping that Sporting can can do something um, to bounce back in the lead, and thankfully they did. It was pretty early as well. Um, not the most much, not the most usual uh, of penalties that was given for Sporting to do that. Obviously, an elbow from Hassan Yebdo on Dos. Um, the, the referee, the VAR picked up on it, um, and I don't know. It's, it's not a penalty that you often see, but there is that. Uh, there is obviously that argument um you know if that happens anywhere else on the on pitch it's it's definitely a a foul and a yellow card sometimes may even be a red depending on on the intent or the force behind um the elbow that uh uh, yep that happened to plant on dust um so you know sporting were given that avenue to go back in front we took it um had another scare as well towards the end with a A fluky cross that ended up hitting the top of the crossbar. I think Patricio still got a touch to it. Um, You know, could have been 4 4 then, but you know, a bit of a weird, um, crazy game. Uh, Lots of goals, uh, a bunch of penalties. uh, um, But most importantly, uh, at this stage of the season, you just want to pack the games away um, and pack them away with wins. And um, Sporting were able to do that. Three points, we, we move. We keep our distance from Braga. We put a little bit of pressure on Benfica, and um, you know we 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 are setting up our season quite nicely for hopefully what will be a final push um, onto second place. Who knows uh, if by miracle first place uh, uh, becomes available? And like, as I said uh, a few minutes ago, hopefully a crowning off a good, a decent season um, with the Portuguese Cup.
2: I love you, Paddy, but your dream stinks. <laughs>
1: Um, doesn't mean it won't happen.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, your dream stinks. I don't want to hear it.
1: <laughs> that that would be quite something if Benfica after, you know. No, 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 no! Don't even put it out to the, out the
2: universe. <laughs> Shut your mouth.
1: Fall back no. down to thirds.
2: No, uh,
1: everybody. be insane. something if
2: Braga take over you, huh? Come on now, stop it.
1: Every, and everybody. I saw and I saw the press conference today from Vitali and he seemed very agitated. It it, it wasn't a good look. Um, I don't know if uh, the pressure's getting to him a little bit. I don't or, know if they had his whatever. water.
2: Did he have his water bottle?
1: He it needs was, to was, stay
2: hydrated.
1: It was very uncharacteristic. Sometimes he gets like that, but um, you know when he said that whole Subulada stuff and all that. From time to time, he 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 throws a moan. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it, it's not a good look, I think, for Vitória. Uh, perhaps, and uh, uh, well, we'll get to, we'll get to Benfica in a bit. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, we will, Patrick, uh, thanks.
0: <laughs> uh, Bruno, do you want to, since you asked him about it being a penalty, do you want to weigh in on any of the decisions? Since you're the most vocal guy.
3: I mean, um, first things first, I want to ask, uh, you know, I asked Patrick if he thought that the first penalty was a penalty. I also want to ask you, do you think that was a penalty?
0: Uh. At the end of the day, I think so.
3: Okay, so my question to people Cynthia, do you think that was a penalty?
2: I'm I'm very naughty today. I didn't do the homework. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I couldn't pull it up right now and watch.
3: <laughs> okay. You pick you pull it up and watch. Steven, do you think that was a penalty? I'll rewatch that just. I'm sorry? I'm going to rewatch it just in case. Yeah, I think it was a penalty. Okay, so my my, my question is this: anyone that says that's not a penalty, I invite them to watch the Moreirense Porto game and ask me what's the difference between the Moreirense Porto game and the Bolin's Sporting game. If you say one's a penalty, then the other one has to be a penalty. That's all I so gotta say you, about that.
2: Do you say it is?
3: Of course. I mean, when a goalkeeper comes out and misses the ball and punches oh, the opposing player, it's a penalty. That's a penalty. Uh, the second one, the one on a Cunha, I believe, right? Is that, yeah. is that correct, yeah, uh, that Patrick? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a penalty. Now, the question is, is that a direct red? Because he was going to goal. That's the big question. Third one is, is Yebda's penalty a penalty? Absolutely. We just talked about it last week with uh, Facer going in with an elbow. Well, if Facer's going in with an elbow and that's a yellow card in the middle of the field, obviously in the box, it's going to be a yellow card and it's going to be a penalty. Um, he was all surprised why he got a second yellow. Well, I mean, if it's a yellow card, it's a second yellow, you're going to be sent off. I thought if I thought in terms of penalties, Bichon was pretty good. Actually, he was very good. Um, the only thing is, uh, he, I think he missed... Uh, he missed a red card on Acuna, and I believe he also missed. Uh, now, this is what, according to the media, the second goal for Spartan, which was the Acuna goal, right? Or is that the third one?
0: I think it's the third goal that people are talking about. Okay. The third,
3: one. the third one is the one that they say that Rostovsky, when trapping the ball, he trapped it with his hand, and then eventually it became a penalty. But, uh, I mean, it became that should have been called a foul, but uh, VAR um, fell asleep at the bar.
4: Hey,
0: yeah, i heard about um, it, but I didn't I couldn't see it because they like they didn't show it on the thing, so I thought on how Correct, didn't show it, so. Uh
3: I yeah. and but I mean all in all, a very entertaining game. Um it was a very good win for Sporting. Um they needed to win this game especially knowing the result of the classical, And um now they're three points and they hold uh their destiny in their own hands in terms of Trying to gain second place. Mm
4: -hmm. All right. That's
3: my analysis.
0: All right. Uh, For all the
3: naysayers that say that Muradens Porto game, uh, there was no penalty, I got to toma.
0: I don't know what I said at the time. I'll
3: tell you what you said. You said it wasn't a penalty.
0: I I think he could have gone the other way too.
3: No, 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 That's not what you it, said I
0: think when it is got lucky. Okay. But I'm telling you, now. Like, lo- like a lot of weeks later, I think when it is got lucky,
3: Peter, are well, we lying it, to the audience again?
0: No, no, but we'll get <laughs> to the, we'll take, we'll get to the penalty, which, uh, you know, I doubt you'll see. Peter. We're going to get there. Hold on. We're going to get
4: there. Right. Peter, Shut
2: up. Come You're on. You're going to get a timeout, man.
3: Yeah. All right. Can Me or on, him? Because he's lying. Peter
0: for lying. lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> oh my god. All I said is now a couple weeks a bunch of weeks later that what it is got away with it. It could have gone the other way. I still don't say it's a it's a penalty. It could have gone the other way. So Peter
3: is. No say Peter.
0: Yeah that Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, can I move on to the Vichika game now? Oh man. No, it was
3: the Porto game, by the way. No, it's the Vichy game. <laughs>
0: All right, anyway, so Porto 1-0. One, one uh, I'll give the Porto lineup too, okay? Is that okay? Wait, wait, hold on a second.
3: Can you repeat the result again? I want to hear that correctly.
0: Nope, nope that was your fault. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear it.
3: No, anyway. the fans. The fans are asking for it.
0: No, the fans heard it. The fans heard it the first time. You didn't hear it. It's not my problem. Bruno Marell was in goal. André Almeida, Ruben Díaz, Jardel, and Alex came across the back. Feiza, Pizzi, and Zivkovic in the midfield with half and savvy on the wings and he managed up front obviously because uh, Jonas is still injured uh as for the Porta lineup Cassidy losing goal Ricardo Filipe Marcano and Augusta across the back Sergio Oliveira Herrera and Otavio in the midfield Marega Brahimi, and the Kings up front um I'm not sure where to start on this one um so I, I don't know should I let you go first Cynthia
2: um it's it's up to you. Did I don't you do know where to start either. It's a fucking
3: Did you do your homework? Show.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you I was a- watching this one and I was really upset after.
3: Did you need some tissues?
2: No. I don't cry. Um I think the last time I cried for soccer was when Ronaldo cried in
3: 2004. Oh, wow. Yeah. A long so time. I don't
2: I don't really cry for soccer. I try not to anyways, there's other things in life that are more important to cry about. (laughs) And you know, more real, (laughs) paying your bills. Anyways, um,
4: so these mofos,
2: I'm just saying, like these mofos make enough money, they don't pay my bills, but uh, anyways. So if I'm gonna get into it, it was a great game up into the subs. Once we got into the substitutions, I feel like we pushed the break rather than continuing on the gas pedal. And for us to be at home and versus our freaking nemesis, it's not our rivals. These are our nemesis. It was annoying. Um, and so everybody knows I'm Ruy Vittoria in. I love Ruy Vittoria. I can't defend this. I am super upset with him for this. Um, and because I'm a woman, it's a woman's scorn. So I'm upset at Luis Felipe Vieira. Um, I'm a little upset with the bench because really, it's this freaking game, and I know I'm not like everybody else, but if the coach is like, oh, hey, Cynthia, Cynthia Samadis, you're going to go in, i am be like, fuck no. Get somebody else who's been playing. What has Samadis been doing? Anyways, um, I would have been like, buddy, I need you to put somebody else who's actually going to make a difference. Don't. Oh, but what do you do? You're, you're not going to tell the coach how to do his job, do you? I don't know. At what point can we tell him, like, what are you doing? Um, otherwise, like, I thought – I'm not even lying to you, 88 minutes then, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start fucking writing my tweet so I can word this nice about, you know, I wanted the win, but instead, I guess we're going to both just have a fucking tie, and this is how it's going out, and we're going so to... So you had to press fighting. backspace? <laughs> I actually just pressed X and delete the whole tweet. <laughs> um, but then Herrera, which... I'm not even sure that you know Bruno. We met Herrera last year, and I'm like, you son of a bitch!
3: Because <laughs> well,
2: he shook Mario's hand, and you guys don't the,
3: know. You know, I got to say, no, I remember you telling me the story, and I, I have yeah. to thank Mario now. Oh, fuck Mario! It thank, so, you for, it. <laughs> thank you, Mario, for all, shaking his hand. You, all of a sudden, you gave him all, all, all the luck freaking freaking in the world.
4: Says,
2: oh, God, no.
3: <laughs> Good job, Mario. No! Keep, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to gift wrap you over to Olival, and you can shake everyone's hand.
0: <laughs> and and now this week, Herrera oh. uh, like scores an own goal and Porto loses the game because of him. And he's gonna be like the biggest. No, like honestly, Bruno. Though if that happened, how would the Porto fans react to that? Though honestly. he beat
2: Lefika. You know that there's this hatred. That's why I say it's nonsense. In yeah, it's but, not yeah, the rival. but,
0: yeah, but what,
3: well, hold on. But, let, 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 let me answer the question. The question is: if if Herrera scores an own goal and Porto loses, yeah, it costs Porto the the game. They lose. It all depends on what happens with the Benfica game. Because if Benfica also decides to drop points and Porto decides to uh, uh, lose points uh, against Stuba at home, then I'm going to be pretty pissed off. I'd be pissed <laughs> off either way. But we'll this season, t- I have to, I have to, I have to uh, rectify myself because I've been the biggest critic of Herrera the last four years. This year has been by far his best season at Porto, and. Uh, He's had more good games than he's had bad games. Um, and he, you know what? This was a game in which he came up big. Um, he has a knack for scoring big goals against Benfica. Um, but we also, for, we also for, we cannot forget what happened last season at the Dragón in which he tries to kick the ball. Instead, he gives a corner, and then on the corner, they give up the game-tying goal in the dying minutes of the, the game. So and that probably was the difference in the season. So well, that's he, why he, I he just
0: back. wanted to get the Porto fans' reaction on that. That's all
3: I was trying to say. You know? uh, I mean, it really depends on on what happens with Benfica, to be honest with you. But I'd be pretty pissed off. But he hey, listen, he came a big. All right. Uh, but is so still jumping around looking for the ball.
2: I don't want to fucking talk about. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Why?
3: Right. Like but I see well, here- But we all know. We all know that you know Herrera is the biggest agricultor in, in Portugal right now. Plantosas Plantosa mil milhões. Only I don't one think, shot, man.
0: I don't know why. All right, can, all right. So you want me to? You want me to talk about it?
3: No, let's talk about dead. the first half. I know no, you're, you're going to say dead. that you deserved it. No,
0: the, Bruno, you, you the
3: victory was, because of the first half.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna. You no, know, I, I was like sitting, and you started like talking. I don't want to
2: say. Like okay, but then I started. Um. No, Josie actually just, uh, to your point there, Bruno, Josie saying that Herrera was like the energizer bunny the last two matches against me, and in Sporting. Um, so he is stepping up for you. Um, but for me, like I know a lot of people are upset about, um, we didn't play the second half, like we played the first half, so we didn't deserve the win and whatever. Um, it was very close until those subs. I think the subs, the second half, obviously it was lackluster energy compared to the first, but the subs like really put the nail in the coffin, you know? And, uh, what I what I did want to say is like all the beneficias, there's a lot of uh, infighting right now and everybody's just got to settle down and we need to rally behind our team and that's it. Um,
3: I agree I with you there, Cynthia. Oh, thanks. There, there's but. a lot of, no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of in, uh, in between, like the club is divided at the moment. <laughs> no, well, I'm like being serious. All kidding aside, I mean, there is a lot of pro Ruy Vitoria and then Anti Rui Vitória, and right now they're they're clashing big time, and course, uh, yeah. but I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't think that the the turning point of the game was the subs. I think the turning point of the game was halftime.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the subs didn't fucking help, did they? Uh, the, Sometimes the, subs come
3: no, and turn it
0: around. Uh, subs, yeah,
3: that 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 well, that, was was the no that was the nail in yeah. the coffin. I think that was the nail in the coffin.
0: Listen, I think I think I generally think first of all that the Porto subs did basically nothing for them. I don't think. Sorry, uh, Corona. I disagree. Been, end up Cardi too much. I'm down now. You, you'll, you'll be able to disagree. But the biggest thing with the Befica is, first of all, I thought Samadi was a great sub. I thought that from that moment on, actually Porto didn't uh, weren't as aggressive as they as they were before. I thought that he closed down the midfield really well, and he turned out to be, you know, one of those subs that would actually allow Befica to, to attack. The substitution that I think makes absolutely no sense is taking off Kafa when he was oh. the best player.
2: He's the only one yeah. doing something. Oh that
0: I agree God. with hundred percent. And taking off easy for Safarovic is just uncommon and doesn't really make sense when you put in Samaris to hold the midfield and then you put in a second strike. That that those are those, those are two, but one of them he he he, he hit it perfectly and, and almost because of that substitution mefika came out with, with a draw. But I'll get to my assessment of the game. I just wanted to talk about the subs. Uh,
2: the only thing I wanted to to mention, because um, a lot of people – actually, Steph said it too um, on the sporting pod about people having amnesia about coaches. I just wanted to say, we went from JJ to, to RV, and obviously, you're going to lose – JJ was a stubborn ass man, and we were talking about it before the pod. But when he got things right, he got things right, and he was much more aggressive. I find that RV will be passive in the second half, and we don't like that style of play, obviously, because everybody's upset with it. All right. However, what I want to say. Let me finish. What I want to say is RV has not given me that moment of wanting to kick him where JJ knelt down in front of the Porto coach and there's a fucking photo. And rather than that photo following JJ, it's following Benfica. So that right there is why I will still continue to give RV another chance because JJ got chances.
1: Didn't Pategui do the same at the Stadio de Luz though? No, he did the same at Blaine.
2: Yeah, but Lopetegui was a different type of coach.
1: Yeah. I swear he got down on no, on the, no, no I think,
2: I think he did for like a moment. I, Patrick, like when, I know we are when,
1: when, when Benfica and Porto played, like Quaresma was at Porto still. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, he did. And it was like a weird, like, he went down and then immediately got back up. He didn't stay down like JJ. Because yeah. JJ
1: stayed was down this? for fucking fun. Well, that's, 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 that's redemption in my mind. I think he's, he's
3: like, no, was only uh av- Bolognese.
1: I'm pretty
0: sure, too, but, you
3: know, that's what uh, I said. I, I'll, I'll, I, can, no, I, I can con- – I, I am 1,000% sure it was Avalonius. You know, yeah, me too. That means-
0: I mean, I know that he did it at Avalonius. I don't know if he did it at the but I know 100% sure that he did it at Anyway, I just wanted to say that, you know, the Cynthia's point, the people that are criticizing Grubitore for trying to hold off for the, uh, for the result, I mean – I the exact same thing last night in the second half, too. And I mean, obviously, you know, it gets to a point where if you don't think you're going to win the game, you try and not – all right, this is stupid to say, especially when you're playing at home. But that's exactly what you do. You mean, you hold on to the result that you were having. And honestly, it had a hit that shot, uh, what, once every ten times? that. And I mean, honestly, the difference was that Pizzi missed a wide open goal. In the final minute of the first half, and Herrera scored a beautiful goal at the, at the end of the game. That that is honestly the biggest difference of the game because both teams had the same, basically the same amount of chances throughout the ninety minutes. No, no,
3: no, no! Are we lying again?
0: No, I am being one hundred percent honest. could dominated the first half. I thought, what is this Porto team? They're terrible. I said it. I thought Porto were absolutely terrible, and Bifica dominated them, and deserved to be winning. And you dominated the, the
3: twenty half. minutes. You no, dominated, dominated the last the 20 minutes.
0: Half. I dominated the it first was like half. 45,
3: no, no. T- last 20 minutes of the first half is what you dominated. First 20 minutes was pretty much Porto. No. All right. Last 25 minutes of the first half.
0: <laughs> Obviously, but the beginning of the game is always like that. The beginning of the game is always, you know. The team settling Feeling each each other out Getting the nerves Out of the way As soon as the nerves Got out of the way Benfica dominated that that half And deserved to score At least one goal Maybe even more And the second half
3: One What other chances Did you have Other than PZ?
0: All right, that shot you of that was, was one, goes, inch, one inch wide, we had that great save by Casidas, we had that, that shot saved by Pizzi. We had three chances that one goes one goes wide by an inch, another is a great save by Casidas, and another one was another good save by Casidas, but also...
3: Inch wide? Top. Which one is an inch wide? The one that hit the, the post? The one that was... Yeah, that's a cross. It, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a failed cross that actually landed, you know, turned out to be a shot.
0: At the end of the day...
2: Hey, if it was was a goal, it would have been a goal. What's
0: wrong with you? It's still a a clear goal-scoring opportunity because you went an inch wide off the post. And Casillas doesn't get there in time. He doesn't have the time to get get there. So there's three clear-cut opportunities for me. I think he could have scored at least two goals. In this, and, and Porto still had, you know, one chance basically. But I think he was, I think it was wide. It wasn't really, you know, that close. In the second half, Porto had that chance. By no, by
3: no, 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 Peter. The, that shot, if it's on goal, Varela was already beat by the time he got down. The ball was already out. If that ball was but struck was on what? goal, he will a mamalu.
0: But you went wide. But you what, didn't go close. I don't think you, I don't think you I don't think you should consider it a real opportunity.
3: What are you talking about? It's a shot in frontal in front of goal. The only thing that he did was miss the goal. If he hit it on frame, Varela's was getting the ball at uh, the back of the net. How wide was the shot? It wasn't very wide. It you're is. looking you're talking about maybe 3 <laughs> yards wide. Three,
0: what? 3 yards is 3 yards.
3: Three yards wide. Like All I said, right. if the shot was on goal, on uh, right. he, he would have been picking the ball back uh, right. out of the back of the net. And and,
0: and and the the other shot that I was talking about, if it's on goal because he's picking it out of the back of the net.
3: Anyway, uh, I don't know.
0: So um, in the second. How half, come the everybody has
2: mother, and Casillas, and we have Varela?
0: Fuck.
3: Because that's what you no, wanted.
0: No, I don't whatever. want it. But whatever. At the end of the day, it didn't matter that much. Uh, i think you know you guys had that chance with brahimi that that was a really good shot uh in the second half obviously and then i um, <laughs> don't really remember a lot of them
3: oh
0: yeah that one where you completely shanked it and uh, and varela got there <laughs> yeah, that one that um, one and and i'm pretty sure that they weren't any around that so I think I think honestly maybe Porto would have one more chance but he would still be like three to four and, and I think the game was was super even and both teams basically dominated a set of time you know probably 25 minutes, 30 for Benfica, what 35 for Porto something around that. and, and the game was extremely even. I think people don't notice that. I don't think the substitutions for Porto side did too much for them. I think no,
3: when Abubakar came in, he made a difference because then that what, what Porto was doing was they were attacking the center backs in the second half, and Benfica was having a lot of trouble. They were playing very direct at playing right at the center backs. They weren't even looking at their fullbacks. They were playing right at the center backs, and that's when he put in Samaric because he saw that Porto was getting a lot of chances through the middle because, but um, Brahimi was also showing a lot through the middle, yeah. so he wanted to add one more guy in there to help help out uh Faisa so he threw in samadis so that's, that's when Porto started to once once samadis came in they started looking back outside again and, and that's when they were shaking things
0: they weren't as aggressive
3: right well, oh uh, no it's not they were still aggressive because we were controlling majority of the contest
0: they weren't steal but because you had the boobirds. there was crazy. a lot of
3: bluebirds and they started to lose they were getting pissed because you guys couldn't get out of your half
0: but they but at the end of the day, they weren't creating the opportunities that they were before c for No,
3: there were no there were no clear cut opportunities. I mean, I would have to agree with you, there was probably three or four chances uh for either side, and there wasn't really big saves or anything like that, um, other than the Castillas one. And you can you can say Varela because if Marega had a better touch, yeah,
0: but uh, kind of, then he, would, he kind of ruined the shot. Yeah.
3: He did. He ruined the shot. But uh, other than that, I mean, it was a, a very good, it was a good entertaining game. Was it well played? Yeah. I think it was okay.
2: There were moments. It's like there every- were
3: moments. <coughs> it was a hard thing. I'm pretty sure. I mean, at the result.
0: Is it just me? Really... Yeah, no, no, he, he is. Uh, okay. You, you cut out a lot. You cut out a lot.
2: Are you driving?
0: No, he's probably. Yeah. Okay, but your internet.
2: Don't go under the tunnels, man.
0: <laughs> no. It...
3: We lost you for a the... bit. It was a, it was a, it was a very. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's and saying, There was bro. a lot of.
0: Yeah, go it ahead. It is what it is. All right, okay. Uh, all right, so honestly, my point of view, this game was, you know, ended up being a little bit of luck, like everybody needs, you know. But, I mean, I was – honestly, though, I was expecting Porto to score. That's why I wasn't as mad. But that's, well, we but still got to hear
3: – we still got to hear Steven and Pat and what they feel about don't know,
0: the game. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Steven, what do you got to add, buddy? a minute to unmute his microphone freaking ahead bro don't hate congratulate no that was a great that
3: was a great shot we
2: did we shook his hand last year man for fuck's sake
3: thank you mario no if i meet you i'll kiss your hand actually
2: you might in july but anyways
3: (laughs) are you going to come down to Red Bull arena
2: uh, we're doing a week long trip, and uh, we're going to the New Jersey. Um, I think no, we're going to New, New Jersey game. Yeah, but uh, but I told him if we do a a, a week long trip, I want to pass by and say hi to Steph and Bruno.
3: Yes, you can. Well, if I'm here, I don't know if I'll be here. <laughs> uh, I, no, I'm being serious. I may not be here. It's right.
0: such a pain, well, guys. I think this isn't a. This isn't something you discussed during the podcast, though. Yeah, watch me. Uh, Steven, are you here? If he's not here, we'll move on to Patrick. Um, All right. So what did you think about
4: uh, the game? Patrick,
3: stop stroking your cat, please.
4: Um, As far as the first half, uh, Benfica had most of the control in the first half. game was still pretty tight for both teams. And then, obviously, as you guys pointed out, uh, the second half is when the game, before the second half started, was when the game changed. Um, and I think we got that Herrera goal. Obviously, it was not supposed to be that play. Um, it was just some sloppy defending in the back. And uh, no one's able to clear it out for Benfica. And then uh, Herrera got his foot on the ball and he was able to score. So I think it was a good win for Porto. A little bit of a luck. And I think both teams played all right.
0: All right. Um, let's hear from the neutral one, Patrick. What do you think about this one?
1: Right. So, um, what I saw was obviously a game played by moments, and there was moments where Porto, I think, came in, uh to the game, a bit scared of what could happen, fearing the defeat, and there was obviously moments where Benfica started feeling that way um as well because it, it's it's part and parcel usually of these uh, big games you put the respect on the big team's name and uh, and try to be cautious about um, what you do I think Porto started like that and um, Benfica quite quite quickly um you know they come into the game head- on and started playing their football and for a second um because obviously Porto I, I would admit, um, for the large period of early 2008, late 2017, um, Porto were probably the team that was playing as they expected to. So, therefore, their plan throughout the season was working best. But I, f- I felt like the last month in particular, Benfica were the team that sort of edged it. And they were, in my, in my eyes, the team that was most informed with their play being the most fluid and whatnot. And I thought for a second that that would be the telling difference. And um, that Benfica, who, in my opinion, in the first half, um, were on top, that they could find a goal and uh, perhaps change the course of, um, of the game. And probably that chance was, um, it was definitely uh, the Pizzi pis- pis- one, um, which he just, uh, you know, it was, it was a shot that was asking for him to direct it one way or another. And he, hit, and he hits it straight down the middle where. Uh, Casillas happens to be. There was obviously other chances, but you know, if, if those goes go in, you know, um, every Porto fan slapping Casillas around the head because like you, you can't concede those. The the set, Cer- sorry, the set Cer- one and the Rafa one and all that. You know that that obviously moments in the game, but you know, um, things that Porto should have covered and um, and they did. So, but in that first half, Benfica were the better side. In the second half, I thought maybe Sergio Conceição realised, you know, less. Let's not be cautious because obviously it's it could have gotten us uh, in a bit of trouble and, and we're not dealing um, with the situation as well as we should be. So uh, the the message I got was that because it said to his players, let's just go out there in the second half. Let's just be us, um, and and that's what they did. Of uh, Porto, Porto's line was a lot higher up. Um, there were a lot more in uh, Benfica's face. Um, and they turned the tide. I thought Porto were the better team in the, uh, second half. Still, that still uh, for, for the dominance um, that they managed to um, collect for themselves, they didn't really create uh, the chances that would uh, that, that 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 they'd require to go um, in the lead. And obviously, um, that's when I think Vitória started thinking, "Hold on, let me let me shut the door a bit." Um, the only disappointing thing with that is, of course, that he brings on Samaris which okay it it it's a is a player who um is a lot more defensive minded than the others but in turn you you, t- you take off a guy like um Rafa and, and Servi, who in my opinion um were the most lively uh uh outfield players for Benfica at the time That's particularly in the first half um and you know that sort of stuff it almost invites uh, a, a bad moment, um, well, some, some bad energy into the team, and and that that moment came in the final in the final minute um, with Herrera. Uh, I, I remember uh, the play. I think Fazer was a little bit lost, chasing uh, out of position. Samaris uh, tries to cover for him, and by the time Grimaldo makes a clearance, uh, it's Severovich who's got his back to Herrera, and he, he has no time to stop Herrera uh, latching onto it and. Smashing one into the net is it's it's a pretty normal, uh, like situation to happen. It happens millions of times, um, every week. So that there's no blame to be pointed there. Um, but you know, Herrera's got a great shot on him, and um, he showed that and, and got the win for Porto in the end. Um, obviously, a, a lot of people are upset with uh, Vitória for what he did. Uh, I'm more. I'm just. A, if I was a Benfica fan, I'd just be upset that he perhaps. Um, didn't didn't look to find another way to, to, to hurt Porto. He sort of just went. Okay, it, it to me, it felt like he just went. Porto are waking up now. Uh, you know, we're top. Let, let, let's just let's just calm down and, and and shut the door. And by doing that, he took off uh, two two lively players. Um, uh, I'd just be annoyed at the fact that he invited um, Porto a bit in, in my eyes. But it, it, I've. We, we, I think Benfica fans need to calm down essentially, because um...
2: don't tell me how to live my life, Patrick.
1: <laughs> no, look, uh, Vitória, right? Vit came in, and and this is this is a trait that it uh, isn't exclusive to Benfica fans, but Benfica fans are particularly good at uh, throwing their toys out the pram whenever defeat comes along and Victoria Vito- came did in. Did you just and-
2: see throwing the toys at the pram? Yeah, not,
1: not, not you, not, not you in particular, <laughs> but generally. The fans, you just they, they, call they us like a bunch agree. of toddlers. They, they like, that's what you just did. Like I the can matches, agree and it's thing. just, Look, how many times have we been in this situation? Victoria came in, I think the very first game was obviously against Sporting in the Super Cup and and Sporting won and immediately there, there was like a fawn um, in the relationship and then further down the line, um, you, lo- you lose to sporting in a cup and in the league, um, which is obviously not ideal. Uh, but, you know, it, it was things were heated um, yeah. and, and there have been moments between then and now where at, 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 the, at the first sight of hold on, we're going to we're going to mess this up. Like certain, a pocket of fans are, are right on um Victoria's it's not back. Bo- it's, it's
2: like half the fans it's like
1: half uh, and half well I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't i don't know the magnitude of the split right now but um to be
2: honest you know, i'm one of few for when,
1: when, when, when i'm when, pretty
0: when, sure it's like 75 25 that one yeah keep. it's bad i just
1: i just think that I, I just think that when obviously you take over a club and i think the first season i can't remember how many points Victoria uh, uh, Vitória Benfica were behind Sporting, and he managed to recover and okay. uh, win the league. And play—they—they they still played some top football. Um, uh, well, obviously, we have JJ to play top football to win the league.
2: Leftover of his brain, yes.
1: Yeah, uh, but you know, it, 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 he found. Fa- <laughs> Do you guys Yeah, that? Cre- yeah. credit. It, I, f- I would say that it, it was to a degree, but credit to him, he found some other solutions when things went wrong, and then that was fully. That was Vitória's work, exactly. like taking yes, a was. new uh, taking a new direction. And in the second season, he did the same. Um, you know, uh, winning the league. When when you win two two titles on the trot, um, and as of right now, you're so close to a to a third on the bounce. What would be Benfica's fifth? To uh, to then you know turn your back on the manager a little bit, like right now at such a critical moment of the season, um, like. If I was a Benfica fan, I'd be disappointed to, to be seeing that happening. You know, um, it's but,
0: the thing, but the thing, Patrick, the thing with the Benfica fans is that um, a lot of them are stupid. And they don't Victoria. I, I said a lot of them. I didn't say you, Cynthia. I know.
2: No, but you can't call people names. That's how things are going to happen. So but, don't do I name mean, calling.
0: What they're, The way that they're acting is stupid. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. Anyway. Um,
3: they're not stupid. They're burros
0: ultimately I just Thanks, don't Bruno. Because, no, hold on Patrick because I just want to tell you why I think this because th- the thing is that they hold on, they hold on to the hate from Qui Vitoria and whenever he fails something they aren't afraid to go ahead and say hey I told you so he's not as good they, they take that pleasure on, they've uh, been quiet for how him. many games yeah. in a row they want, yeah. him, they want him to fail at the end and that's what I hate about the Bafika fans that in the end uh, some of them want him out but a lot of them want him out and want him to fail. But they they, they lack the, the understanding of when he fails, we fail too, because his losses are our losses. That's why I don't, you know, I don't get I get fans wanting him out. I don't get going at his throat and saying like, "Oh, we like I, I said that he wasn't as good and he always does this and yada yada yada." When he he's sporting in one of the most crucial games the past couple of years, when you know with that, that Mitroglou goal, so it's like.
2: It happens Two every back-to-back. Game. Game and age games we won last yeah, year, right? It's just yeah. It's just. Uh, game age not an easy team. I don't care what you guys want to say. I don't think they're easy.
0: And 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 listen, I don't. I don't know if Libertadores should. I think. I think maybe he should have another year. I don't think a lot of people would like that. But yeah. Honestly,
2: JJ got it after kneeling. Yeah, he gets another year. Sorry, everybody. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. And he also does the youth, which JJ did not do. And that's what LFV wants is youth. So why would LFV get rid of them?
0: Yeah. And, and, and another thing that pisses me off is that the big fans, they were throwing the towel after the game. And that's why, you know, I went to Brian and I said, you know, I'm going to rip you all a new one because you guys are, people <laughs> are overreacting. Because listen, sporting fans are, you know, they're not out of the race. they but they, all right, there's a normal fans back there and the
2: they game. think they can still come in first. Why yeah. the fuck are we not fact, saying that, guys? Come
0: on. Points, we're only 2 <laughs> points behind. And and listen, Porto played a wonderful season. Yet they lost to Valencia where nobody expected them to lose and they lost to Passos where nobody expected them to lose. They They're have four That games. one game that got cut in yeah. half. They're losing they, they they have four more games. They can lose one of that game that nobody expect everybody expects Porto to to to, to win all those games and they might NBA now, Vico-
2: Peter, I will tell you, I understand annoyance at that
0: because why do we have to wait for them to lose?
2: You know what I mean? It just yeah, sucks.
0: But the thing is that Porto weren't going to win that game if it wasn't for... Uh, f- All right, listen, that was a lucky strike at the end of the day. You know, and and and, and while PZ failed a, an opportunity that nobody... Would
2: another goalie have saved that?
0: I don't no. think Ederson. That's do you think Ederson would have saved I that? Think, I don't think even... They- All right. No. So Mm. That he could have saved it. I don't think the game could have saved it I don't think anybody uh, could have saved it I, honestly personally I don't think anybody could have saved it I, I just think,
1: think I say that go ahead, I just I think, think we, we have to look at the difference between everything being fine and everything being a disaster like with this situation at being fe and what we looking winning,
2: at and they all stayed quiet and now he lost and they're all back with pitchforks and yeah, ready
1: the difference essentially is it's this is this game that we just had Porto Benfica, which was a, a, a Benfica Porto, which was a very tight game. It could have gone um, either way, and even if we look at what, what's being pointed at uh, Rui Vitoria, which was his changes, you know, you have to sit back and agree that to to a degree it worked. Porto weren't really creating, you know, that chance that would would give them, um, you know, a clear cut opportunity that would give them the win. At the end of the day, they concede a very normal goal in the 90th minute to Herrera and um and, and lose the game. But every every team loses games. But they're in- our
2: nemesis and it was at home, Patrick.
1: But, that, but they're your nemesis for a reason. <laughs> Porto, are, Porto are Benfica's yeah, exactly. nemesis because they're a top team and they compete with uh, Benfica every single year. You have to expect that some games, uh, when you come up against a good team like that, you're going to lose. Um, Patrick, I, you know I what the
3: problem is? I'm going to tell you what the problem is that you guys don't realize. Porto has more wins in the new style of the lose than they do. They have double the wins than Benfica does. Benfica has not beaten Porto since, when was it, 2014?
2: Yeah, so who's,
3: who's got a witch uh, on tap? Rui Vitoria has never beaten Porto.
0: But at the end of the day, this is the
3: problem. I I, I agree with your entire analysis, Patrick. Your your analysis is spot on. (laughs) But the problem is, is that it's the rivalry that these guys are talking about. He just can't win the big game.
0: He can't. But listen to me, it's if you time gave, if you give me a contract. If you give me a contract that said if would win the league and lose every single game to Portland Sporting, I would sign right, right by people Of course, I, you would, but it sucks. Like, <laughs> obviously, like obviously, I want to win at the Lush. Obviously, I didn't want to lose that game, but it was a it was a toss up at the end of the day. Herrera, if Herrera tries that shot next week against Stubble, it could go. To the why did
2: it have to be Herrera, man?
0: <laughs> Not even that. Brahimi. Brahimi yesterday. That's oh, no. I hate Brahimi. Brahimi two days ago, right? He had that chance to give Porto the, the, the tie, like, right near the end. And he, the, the shot went, like, what? Two inches wide off the bar. Yeah. So, I mean, that could have happened against Mefica. So that's why I don't like the fans, you know. Because the game, at the end of the day, it was a, it was a game that just it went down to, like, two. You have yeah. to have what yeah. to win. It's
2: footy, and this is why we will not watch. It's just we were on the shit end of the stick today.
0: Exactly. People need to calm down on the Rubitoria hate Well, you've been in the mean, shit end of the stick the last... You are the shit end of the stick, Bruno.
3: No, ironically, ironically the the shit so end of the we stick between... Appreciate
2: that I just called you the shit end of the stick for a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, go
3: on. The, the... <laughs> the, the 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 ironic thing is that every year that you've lost to Porto you actually won the league.
2: Exactly, Mofo bring thing. it on
3: <laughs> But at the end of the day, I mean um Peter I, it, just told it, you I, he's trying I to still, deal
2: with the devil lose to Porto, win the league.
3: Yeah, I well I mean that's that's gonna last for so long because fans are getting tired of it. Listen, uh, he he, well, like, like you look, said, look, he, like he if read if he the he game room.
0: But if, if he could win the title again, you're not gonna say, "Oh, we fired him because he lost, he lost to Porto at home." Like, he, 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 there's, there's not a premise where you go ahead and say, "Hey, Rui Vitória, well, let's say that he's like, Befica manager for five years and he wins the league every five, you know, all those five years he's champion, but he was just every single game to Porto." You, you know, which people is gonna come out, come, gonna come out and say, "We fired Rui Vitória because he can't beat Porto." I mean, yeah,
1: we're, not, we're not even talking about a game where, for example, Sporting came to Stadio Luz a few years ago and beat them 3 0. It was yeah. just a late winner. like
2: n- Yeah, exactly. We got
1: th- totally dominated on that one. It's, it's, that's, 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 those are the margins. It Some was crazy think-
2: nerves. It made me sick to my stomach. And then fucking Herrera. And I'm like, God damn. And it was like 89 minute. I'm like, come on. Ugh.
1: That Obviously, a there's perfect. a historical context there with like goals and port and that. Which <laughs> yeah, we scored no nah, we, we,
0: we we got that over with when we scored at the dragon in the ninety second minute with Lisandro So to me that's more than than industry.
3: No, not really. Because the last <laughs> couple of years you still have to have to deal with Porto scoring late goals.
2: You're just so great, Porto. You're just so great.
0: All right, but you know, uh, c- well, can we all didn't agree we be you guys? That the league is isn't we'll uh, see you at the end of the title you know, there to Porto that Porto isn't, you know, guaranteed to win the title? Can we at least agree on that?
2: No, it's not guaranteed. This is footy.
3: Listen, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee yet because there's still 12 points to play. You have one hard game left, which is the Spartan game. We have two hard games left. Exactly. That's the reality of it. Yep.
2: and Josie is saying that Sporting's not conceded a goal at home in the league action for over a thousand minutes, and that's what Benfica is coming up against. Thanks, Josie.
3: Yeah, but you those know. stats, you, those business. stats, you better be very. You can tell Josie that those stats are very dangerous because they usually bite you in the ass. Because well, Benfica was saying, under ninety. Hold on a second. I agree with what, yeah. your, what you're. I know what you're going to say, but this is. This, is just say. hear me out. <laughs> no, but what what Porto was going into style of lose where, where Benfica had, was it nine straight, game, straight, straight wins? Nine straight wins? Something
0: like that.
3: Maybe. Okay. They were due a loss. Maybe. <laughs> and Porto got the win and Benfica lost. So when you have those type of statistics where you haven't conceded a goal in X amount of uh, minutes and all that other stuff, you better put that right out the window because they usually bite you in the ass at the end. Now, I think Sporting has one more game left. Away, right, first? Um, Isn't this week away? Uh, wait, no,
0: no, no, I no. No, home
3: no they're home against Boavista Yeah, there's two more games. There's two more games before the, the derby. So, boavista home and then away game and then Benfica, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the the Bola Vista game, I don't think boavista has enough power, firepower to score on the road. But you can assure that that Benfica game, don't be surprised. Benfica starts winning that game 1-0. Right from the get-go, they get an early goal. You concede an early goal because you have so many minutes, and trust me, the press is going to be all over those minutes. That statistic is, you know, it's a a statistic to be proud of, but at the same time, that's going to be something where that's bulletin board material for an opposing team.
2: I was actually just going to say, like, Han Solo, never tell me the odds, never tell me the numbers. (laughs) It doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) What a Star Wars geek you are.
2: Oh, don't worry about it. Thanks, bud.
3: I okay. am too, so it's okay. All right. There's three of us here, good.
2: <laughs> no one asked you, Peter.
3: Okay, so,
0: so
2: <laughs> it doesn't cool. take away your red velvet fandom.
0: <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> all right. Well
4: <clears throat>
0: <coughs> anyway, uh can we move on uh now to the final game of today's episode then?
2: Steve spoke, Patty spoke. Cynthia, you're making him joke. No, I I
0: know, Get uh yesterday what yesterday's pod too. Anyway. Um Patrick, do you want to give us the Sporting and the Porto lineups and you give your assessment first and then Bruno and then we weigh
1: in at the end? Um mm-hmm. I can give the lineups and then let um, the Porto boys do their assessment first <laughs> since they lost <laughs> and all that. Um <laughs>
2: oh, uh, I forgot how cold Patty was.
1: Um Yeah, so Sporting... He's he's hanging hanging out with all those cats. He's getting cold-blooded. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Patricio in goal. Coentrao, Matteo, Coates, Puccini along the back. Midfield of Battaglia, Brian Ruiz um, and Bruno Fernandes. Acuna and Gelson on the wings with Bastos up front. Um, Porto changed a little bit from um, the Porto that we saw against Benfica. Uh, Back four of... uh, uh, Sorry... Casillas with we'll a back four of uh, Alex Telge, uh, Marcano Philippe, and uh, Ricardo. Uh, midfield of uh, Hector Herrera, Oliver Torres, and Ottavio, Brahimi, and, um, sorry, Maxi Pereira, and uh, Ricardo Pereira on the right. Um, and then up front was Tiquin Suárez. Um, so, yeah, Porto boys, what do you got to say? I'll let Steven go.
3: Is he there? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's He's Mm -hmm. coming. He's coming. He's coming, bro. He's coming. Give the man a break. He's working man. Yep. Go ahead. All
4: right. As far as the game, obviously, it was going to be a close game for the second leg. Um, not surprised by the result. I'm disappointed as a Porto fan. I think both teams had chances. Uh, We just weren't clinical on that side. And then, obviously, going to penalty kicks, you know, it could go either way. And uh, we just didn't have any luck as far as penalty kicks in this game.
0: That was a quick
3: assessment. Uh, I mean, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't get a good – feed for the second half so I watched a lot of the first half. Actually I watched all of the first half and I watched all of overtime. Second half I had no feed. The feed was just absolutely garbage. Um my first, the first half of assessment is is basically like this. I, I thought that um Spartan came out very similar to uh the Benfica game. They came out they controlled most of the first half. Porto was kind of just feeling him out, containing them kind of seeing where they were at. Um, Sporting had a couple of chances, nothing special. Um, And in my opinion, I don't think Porto had anything special other than a shot from Otavio and maybe one or two other shots that went wide. Um, I I thought it was a very, it was a game where it was like very mustigado in the middle. Um, Second half came around. Although I couldn't watch it. I was listening to it on TSF and it seemed like the game opened up a little bit more. Um, it looked like Porto was trying to attack uh, Spartan. They felt that Spartan was a little tired. and I think uh, Sergio Conceição tried to roll the dice a little bit and try to attack a little bit more. Um, but nothing practical practical was coming out of those attacks. Um, and then, of course, and I, I kind of called it... Um, I felt right at the Benfica game that Marquinhos probably should have sat the bench for this game. And, you know, obviously there should have been a lot of changes. Um, I didn't agree with the lineup. Um, do I agree that Casillas was in goal? Yes, that should have been it. Um, I don't think Vanak could play. Um, he hasn't had any minutes this season. Why you going throw him in a semifinal on, on an away game?
0: Okay, Is hold Jess on. Not- what happened to
3: Jéssica? Well, that's the thing. Like Suzessa, I think his confidence is shot. And again, away game against in a classical, very very dangerous. He wasn't even on the bench against BeFika, was he? I don't think. so.
2: The last time I saw no, him he, was when he got the red card for yelling. At yeah, the he, he he
3: hasn't been he hasn't been on the bench. I mean, Vana has been on the bench, but it. I mean, th- that's insignificant because we could tell that they're gonna ride Casillas all the way down until the end. Um. I didn't like Maxi at right back. I, I thought this was a game in which Diogo should have been the starter, um, and 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 it's proven Maxi can last for about sixty minutes now at a high level, and then he just completely drops, and you can tell that Sporting saw it, and they were attacking him all over the field, um, through that through that channel, Um and he he didn't have the legs to keep up. Um, I thought that Reyes should have been the starter. Um, I did like the change in the middle. I I did agree with that Sergio Levita probably should have sat the bench. Um, I did like that Oliver Torres deserved to get a start. Here's the problem. Torres didn't do enough um, with the start. So that's another issue that we've been having with him is that he's so inconsistent. Um, I I agreed that Otavio should start no matter what in this game because he's seen his fifth yellow against Benfica. He's going to be out on Monday. So why not start him anyway and rest somebody like they did with Sergio Um The starters up top is the one thing I, I'm just confused about. Um, why Wadis? Why 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 would you not put him in in this game? Um, they went with um, Brahimi, which you have to play him. They went with um, the King Suarez. Um, which I can, you know, I can understand that why Suárez was the starter. I was a little surprised to be honest with you. I really thought that he was going to put a bubble car as a starter. And then he had, uh, I forget who the other one was up top Ricardo. oh Ricardo. And we, we saw that Ricardo, uh, as, as, a as a winger, that's not the position for him. I think where he produces the most is as a fullback, not as a winger. Um, Again, this is where I, I feel that we had a lot of confusion. We had nothing from Ricard Pereira the whole game. Um, he was basically minus one because he just doesn't seem so comfortable anymore as a winger as he does versus a fullback. He did a lot
2: um, during the Benfica game. Maybe he was tired. He did. He had
3: a, he had a terrific game against Benfica. But yes, yeah. and you are correct. There was fatigue in there. Fatigue. Yeah. He looked tired. The guy was tired, and you could tell that he just was not nothing. The I'm sorry.
2: He played Sunday against us and then Wednesday again.
3: Yeah, I mean, and, and and now, by the way, you're playing two games, and in the second game, you have to do double the running because you have to play attack and defense, yeah. um, in the midfield. So you have more, 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 more terrain to cover. So I, I didn't agree with that move there. Um, could you put a Corona? I would have said no. Um, you had Marega on the bench. If it's true, what Conceição said that he was, if he used him for this game, that he would lose him for the rest of the season, then you know what? He shouldn't even be on the bench. Just take him completely off the bench. If you're not ready to play, you can't, if you're not good to play, then you shouldn't play. And then the last guy, um, uh, I thought that maybe a Paciencia would have been the guy. I really thought what was definitely the guy. If you're going to compare our roster, the guy that closest that comes closest to Marega is Wadish. And, you know, in um, in France, he used them. He, he was primarily used on the right. Conceição has been using him on the left. Um, I don't see what the problem is. And then, of course, you don't even have Paciencia on the bench. You have him up in the stands, which makes no. I just don't understand the options. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, Conceição did not learn from the mistakes of Rui Vitória just a couple of days, three days after their game. He did the same type of uh, substitutions, and it cost him the game. <laughs>
2: Portuguese was, it, thing.
3: <laughs> was it a lucky goal? People can argue it was a lucky goal. Um, to me, I, I saw Mercano against Benfica. He looked very shaky. He had a lot of cuts that went straight to the outside of the box in which Benfica players were just gathering the ball at the top of the box versus clearing it as far as possible. It, it, it just it, – it, there there was a lot of issues. Um you know, Porto didn't do enough to win the game. I'm not going to sit here, and I'm not going to blame anybody else other than uh, Sergio Conceição. I thought he lost the game based on the lineup. I, um, I, He lost the game based on the substitutions that he made. He lost the game on the strategy that he used. And at the end of the day, um, we lose to Spartan on penalties, and it was a well-deserved loss. I mean, how could you not learn your lesson from your opponent and then you go do the same exact mistake three days later. I just don't
4: understand.
0: Uh, Can I just, like, ask you about Marega, though? Because that thing is, like, kind of getting to me. Go ahead. So he he starts against Mifika. And at one point, when Abubakar comes in, right, I think he's taking off Marega. And he goes ahead and takes off um, Swaj. So he leaves Marega in for the nine minutes against Mifika. And then he tells the fans that, if he played him against Sporting, he would have lost him for the season. Then did, did he rush him against Benfica? Like, did he, like, we have to play Maraga against Benfica no matter what? I, I think,
3: think the, the strategy, I think the strategy with the Benfica game was they were going to do everything possible to recover him for that game only. And then what we're going to do as best as possible is to try to recover him for these upcoming league games.
0: So, how do you now, feel about are you, that? Though because imagine that. Uh, uh,
3: listen, I'm okay he, with it. I'm okay with it because, but the, the what I'm not okay with it, um Peter, is is his options against right. Sporting. But
0: the thing is, but the thing is, but the thing is, listen to me: is that you guys, you remember when you lost the passos, and I guess you, yeah, you had Marega. You guys wouldn't have. We lost. didn't have Marega.
4: You said we didn't you, have him.
0: I know, and, and you said, yeah, if we had Marega, probably wouldn't have lost that game. So imagine that you do win this game against Bifica. It, but you lose Marega for the rest of the year. And then there's one of those games where you think, oh, man, if Marega was playing, we wouldn't have lost this game. And we ended up dropping the title to Benfica because Sergio Conceição put in, you know, Marega when he shouldn't have against Benfica. Like, that's that's a real risk. Did you, did you not think about that? Like, does that not bother you?
3: No, because that was a vital game. I mean, you have the opportunity. So you're basically playing a season in one game. It's a one-game season right there because – you have the opportunity. That's your last chance. In the, You control your own destiny in that game. You win, you're in first place. You lose, you're four games out, and you need to have Mifika slip twice, which is going to be very difficult. So you had to play whatever you could. You had to throw all your cards out on the uh, on the table for that one game. So I agree with that the game that i don't agree with is sporting if he doesn't if he's not up to play against sporting then take him don't even put him on the bench you have other guys that are on the on the team on the roster that are more than capable maybe not as good maybe not as influential but they are they're they're at least fresh and they they're healthy to play Against Sporting, and I think that uh, that the, that one option, which is the Wadi's option, I just don't understand. I mean, the kid has not been called. If you look back in the last four or five games, he has not been an option. I just don't understand why. I think uh, the last time he appeared was against Freira. That was the last game that he started, and he hasn't shown up since.
0: All right, I just don't want you. I just want to hear. I don't want to hear you complain then if Porto, you know, drop a game, and if you can't say if we had Marega. You know, I just don't want you to say that. Well,
3: one thing is having Marega playing against Benfica and not playing against anybody else. Because remember, if it, it, let's just say he doesn't play against Dubal and we drop points, I mean, then what, what? What did we do there? that was all for nothing. That's exactly. Was there, what
0: I'm to say. exactly. that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Is that I? I, I don't know if you needed Marega that much to play against if you can win that game. You know, No, and, we
3: did, we did, because you can tell the difference. Benfica, Grimaldo wasn't pushing up in, in the second half.
0: Obviously, Marega is the better player, but it's just that thing that I don't know. I, I, was, I was, I'm just going to say, if like if I'm a Porto fan, or imagine that I'm a Bifika fan, and we play Jonas against a uh, Porto, and we end up winning, but we lose Jonas for the rest of the season, man, it's still you know, it's, it's like you lost your best player for one game. And
3: it's, just, it's a up. very similar. I understand it's a very similar situation, but the the, the, the difference is well, what is really going on with, with, with Jonas? Is it really his back? What's really going on there? Because we gotta, we gotta, if you're having trouble with your, if you're having trouble with your back, you're not jumping around uh, scoring, you know, celebrating a goal at the 90th minute, the way he was,
0: uh, and if no, you're having back problems, the, 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 the the fact that with one week of recovery, he was set to start against Porto. I don't know if you saw that, but you know, all the newspapers were saying he's ready to start. But with two weeks of recovery, he's not even going to be on the. You know, uh, he's not even going to go to to Studio. I, I just that, that's, that's
3: well, well. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is, Peter. He, he has to clear out his. He has to clear out his system. He's uh-huh. gotta, he needs some time to clear out his system.
0: I send him not.
2: some red velvet move on
3: all right his, his system is a little is his, his his system is a little compromised he needs uh he needs a little more time before he can uh okay. you know <laughs> what, are you
0: what are you implying is crazy but anyway it's
3: successful <laughs> think think no copo tenho que fazer take no copinho all right
0: well cynthia what did you think about this, uh, this um pie?
2: I thought it was more even than you guys, obviously, because you guys are all going. It was one side, it was this and that, but uh, for me, I found it to be very even. Yeah, Sporting won one nothing, but that was to tie the aggregate score already, so um, it was super even to me. And then, I mean, the added time, there was nothing happened. The extra time, nothing happened, and then we had to go to PKs. And um, before I go into the PKs, though, why was Philippe wearing a Soares jersey halfway through the game? What
3: what oh. happened? It, it, they it, like he actually he grabbed the wrong name. jersey, or did someone must have gave him the wrong jersey because he wanted, uh you know, <laughs> it, it, some players. I think at halftime, what they do is they like they usually change jerseys to a dry jersey. Some guys are like that, and he must have grabbed the wrong one, or the you know the the the, the equipment manager must have gave him the wrong one. Now, well, the, because what, the equipment the big,
2: manager like ripped it from his arms, looked like he was giving. Yeah,
3: because well, because he got a yellow card for it.
2: <laughs> and by the way.
3: The, the yellow card is is wrongly given because why? Um, it's very Suarez simple.
2: was on the field.
3: Hold on a second. You're not listening. You have mm-hmm. to go vero Cynthia. All right. Go ahead. The issue with that is this. what You can be given a notice by the referee. So, hey, Peter, you actually have the wrong number that you're registered with. Go change your jersey. And if Peter refuses to go change his jersey, then I can issue a yellow card. So Porto has already reviewed the game and there was no such um warning given by wow. George Souza to uh, Philippe to get you know to go change his jersey. I'm he sorry, just went is up to on the and ref's just gave him...
2: discretion.
3: No, it's not. It's Are you, you sure? have to give the warning first. Yes, you have to give the verbal warning first. You hey know Cynthia, you go change your
2: own name. Am I am I the only one?
3: Like, no, on because that you team, listen, team you, you know could be in a rush. No, you, you, listen, there's a lot of... You listen, could be in a rush getting back yeah, on the field. On the,
2: on the halftime, that's your business. Get your shit together. You should know your damn name. You should know your number. Look at your shirt before you put your no. clothes
3: on. How many times know. have we seen that? That's once that one in a... That is the
2: time I've seen this. That's why I'm like, five this guy million know? games?
3: <laughs> that's like one in one five million games. I mean, Exactly.
2: So, Tomala, here's the card. What are you doing?
0: If you're, expecting, if you're expecting Porto to get this game to be replayed or something like that, then, you know...
3: <laughs> no, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, 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 Peter, you know so cum
0: too. All right, whatever.
2: Um, and then so that made me laugh. And then with the PKs, I just wanted to say that Alex Selish was a machine taking his penalty kick. He um he walked up, he didn't make eye contact, and he just scored it and didn't smile and walked away. I was like, holy shit, this guy. So um props to him. Obviously. Didn't end well for his team, but they, you know, he did a good PK.
3: He got a goal. The, the only way. one that didn't score was Marcano.
0: And the only thing that I found extremely interesting is that all defenders took the penalties. And I was like, what the hell is this? Is this some kind of strategy or what? <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny to see Marcano, Felipe, uh, Reyes, and the Alex Stelis take penalties. I was, I was kind of surprised. Like, <laughs> the whole defense is going to take the penalties. <laughs> Um, I, I don't really have anything to add to what you guys said. I mean, uh, honestly, I've, uh, the only thing that I want to say is that I felt like Brahimi was totally gassed.
2: <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like him, so it makes me laugh. <laughs> I don't like
0: him, but he was totally gassed, and you know, I uh, also you know want to say what I said in the Benfica game was Brahimi had that chance right near the end that goes in, Porto goes through too. So, you know, that little bit of luck that Sporting got with, you know, their shot hitting the post and going in and Brahim is going just wide. Um, and then, you know, obviously the penalties are uh, up to uh, um, the ability of the players and Marcano missed his opportunity and Sporting went through to the final to play against Sporting das aves
3: All right.
2: Forza Avj. <laughs> I like underdogs. Sorry, guys.
3: Well just just so you know, uh, Braga has already equaled sporting for third place.
0: All right, how did how much did he win by? You know? Two new, I think.
3: Two, two three.
0: Two or three. Two uh, zero. All right. Who was it against? Uh Maritimo right? Maritimo. Ay, Jesus Christ, Maritimo. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, I think we gotta give out the predictions unless you guys have anything else. I ask. didn't say
1: anything about the game. You didn't say anything. Oh, everything. sorry, Patrick. Go on. Yeah, man. Oh, Jeez. What I have you I been doing?
2: <laughs> been been doing? <laughs> Petting the cats. That's what you're doing. I've been that's listening right. to that's I've right. been
1: listening to Porto's tales of um woes right. and and oh, wives. So- <laughs>
2: Um, <laughs> he said- Bruno, did you see him contact you in the in the chat? He's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" When you guys lost the, the PKs, he messaged you like two minutes later. I was like, "You're cold,
1: Patrick." <laughs> it has to be done, mate. I'm yeah. expecting I- the same back when the time comes. So good.
3: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not that type of guy. Uh, I'm really game. not. I, is no, no, Patrick. Yeah, is. I'm, I totally- I'm not. I'm not. I mean, even noticed. Uh, you know in our chat i didn't really talk smack about porto beating benfica i no, it was no. you know yeah, i i cool. was i
1: was, I was just
3: news. uh i am I'm, I'm not the guy to talk trash unless you talk trash first but no, don't I, worry patty did, did it
2: patty did it
1: i didn't talk trash right. i just said hey bruno Sorry. <laughs>
2: You know, it's just a With odd. a cheeky <laughs> smiley face, we saw
3: it. We I, saw I know, it. I know what he wanted, but he was getting attention from his cats. So I didn't want to really interrupt. He was
0: getting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, sorry about that. Go ahead, Patrick. Tell me what you thought about. That.
1: Um. Well, real quick. Um. I think Sporting suffered again. Uh, it's 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 a struggle to play against Porto when you don't have William because. Um, uh Porto a team that, uh, I say this all the time they like to press high and if you don't have a player that has the ability to you know turn a shoulder and uh, receive the ball in a half turn try and pick um different avenues uh with a long bo- an accurate long ball or whatever um you're going to you're going to find yourself in a spot of bother and that's everything that um uh, William is for Sporting um Taglia can't do the same thing Briar Ruiz is very good technically he can receive the ball well and all that um, but you saw you, you saw in the game like how how slow he can be, and uh, obviously that 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 was uh, that was troublesome for Sporting trying to get out and actually uh, progress their play uh, when when Porto pressed so highly. I think the only thing that Sporting could have done differently there um, would be to you know call Bruno Fernandes uh, to play mm-hmm. deeper. I know we we all like to see uh, at Sporting we all like to see Bruno Fernandes play a lot closer to the striker because. Uh, He's a goal threat and he's a lot freer there. Um, But I think Sporting lacked a bit of um, structure to actually do anything. Um, So, with that in mind, I'd give the first half um, to Porto. But second half, particularly when, um, obviously, Coentran came off, Foucault dropped into left-back. Brian Rees was a little bit more comfortable on the left. And um, when Rostovsky came on, who had a great uh, cameo, um, you know, Sporting really got their stuff uh, together and uh, started started to uh, pin Porto back. Obviously, Porto defending the lead, that in a way they they invited that sort of pressure on because they were trying to uh, close the game out in their own way. Um, they brought on Diego Reyes and all that to fit in at DM and perhaps who knows later on slot in uh, um, in a three man uh, uh, five man uh, defense even. Um, but yeah, Sporting. Sporting tried their luck. They pressed on, and um, they got uh, they got their goal through Coates, which I was delighted with at the time. Um, and into extra time, it really to me it it was all it was all Sporting. Um, the only thing saving uh, Porto uh, was Herrera. Uh, Herrera came and uh, to play a lot closer to a Even a who came on um, in the second half, even he looked tired to me and Herrera was still going like he uh, it, it was he was on a different level um so, uh, so if it wasn't in my opinion if it wasn't for him I think Sporting would have had Porto um locked in their own half and, uh, uh, and pressed uh, even further um and uh, we had a few chances I think there was one with Gelson. um you know similar chances to the goals that we actually scored against Belenesh we had one with Gelson. we had one with Bruno Fernandes where the ball got stuck under his feet a little bit uh, he managed to get it out of his feet, but then he shot it straight at Casillas. So we could have, like, killed... Uh, not killed the game off, but, you know, put put ourselves in, in the lead before um, eventually going down to um, the lottery of penalties, as they like to say. Um, uh, but, but but it had to go down to penalties, and obviously both teams have uh, uh, good penalty takers. Um, and it showed a sporting win... Um, uh, with one miss uh, coming from Porto's end, uh, I, I wouldn't even say it was a bad penalty. I think I think there were worse penalties that happened to go in uh, throughout the penalty shootout than what Murcan did, um, and he, he hit the post, which is uh, you know as a, as unfortunate as you can get, especially when Patricio um, gets anywhere and doesn't get as close to the ball as... Um, a goalkeeper would want so you know yeah yeah exactly um, but um, you know I, um, it is what it is penalty shoot actually going you, you always need that element of luck and, and Sporting got it uh, for a second time over Porto um, uh, to set up a date with Sportivo de uh at uh, so we'll see we'll see what happens there it would be nice to win uh a second trophy at least uh this season. Um so yeah I'm I was pretty happy with uh with it all and it was really a, a, a nice moment for us to kick on with our season. Done
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. I forgot that you said <laughs> to let the petitions go first, so it was like completely anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Uh Brun, do you want to rebuttal anything that he said? Uh the Anybody else want to add about anything? the game? Yeah, just want, you know. There's any No, there. I have I have nothing else to say. All right. So we'll move on now then to the predictions, I suppose. Um we only have three games to predict, right? Because there's no Yeah, there's only three. <laughs> it's normal this week. <laughs> All right. So I think the first team that plays is being weak, if I'm not mistaken. They yep. play tomorrow. What is it, like three thirty US?
2: Studio hosts us at 3:30. Yep. Look at that.
0: Um, so, Cindy, you go first.
2: Uh, I'm hoping we get a two nothing win.
0: Uh, one 0 Benfica.
2: One 0
1: Yeah,
0: it's gonna be a tough one.
1: Uh, Patrick. Um, I'm gonna go three one Benfica. All right. Cheers.
0: <laughs> I'll
3: go last. Okay. <laughs>
4: 2 gotta...
0: Two zero Benfica. All right. Go one ahead. one. All right. Oh boo! Of course, he had to be the pessimistic
3: one. <laughs> of course. No, I'm more the realistic Sporting. one. <laughs> of course. Yeah, sure. Well, you do are. you want to add? Do you, do you want to tell your fans that uh Vitor Andrade, whatever his name is, got a red card from the bench last week, and the fifty percent uh pass holder huh. did not allow them to play. Against uh Mine, cool. Okay. Would you like to tell that? Would you like to tell the fans that or no? I think
4: that
0: I, I think do. You just did. You think that clever uh, when you always seems to get you know a ha- seek somehow before playing port? Do you want to tell that too? I mean, man, come on, let's move on. From no, no, he he so,
3: was hurt. Um, he was hurt.
0: Yeah, before that. Yeah, sure. All right. Anyway, um. I don't know who plays sporting next. Sporting then know. host
2: Boavish John Sunday at three fifteen.
1: So uh, bad for for that game, um I'm gonna repeat the dose and go for three one sporting.
0: <laughs> uh Steven. Uh two
4: zero sporting.
0: All right. Um I go I go four one sporting. Holy shit. Yeah. You.
2: I'm saying you get an off day. Y'all are going to have a tie, 1-1. One, one.
0: That would be good, wouldn't it?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bruno.
3: Sporting, Boa right?
2: Yep, in Sporting.
3: In Sporting, really? Just in case. 2-0.
4: 2-0.
0: Right.
2: Okay, and then Porto hosts Stubal on Monday at 3.
0: All right, so I guess... I guess Let's go. Let's have Steven go first then. Four zero.
2: Four <laughs> Epa! We you just added the other two fours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, Bruno, I'll go last. Bro, you're all right. You're messing up the thing. We'll I'll
3: go first. Fine. I'll say two
0: zero Porto. You would go second because Steven already said four 0 but <laughs> anyway, Patrick, I'm
1: gonna go, I'm gonna go with Bruno 2 nil supporter.
0: Cynthia.
2: I'm saying one one. You guys are effing up. Come on now. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know what to say.
2: You got a four nothing, two uh, nothing, two nothing, one one.
0: <laughs> all right. So I'll be I'll be the anomaly and go ahead and say uh, one nil Stubble.
2: Epa, that's even better than a one-one.
0: Exactly, you know, I'm, uh, you know, but Porto win against Bifica, they have their fate in their own hands, and then they lose, lose it right back, losing to stubble. And then
4: Philippe um,
2: is again wearing a Suarez jersey, red card. Man bun does something, another red card. Maxi no, Pereira no. looking like Caillou, having his head wrapped, bleeding no. on the
0: side, red card. All I need, no, all I need is an Edinho winner. Like in 97 minutes, <laughs> <That's far away. laughs> so there you go, 1 0 two, to stool. That's my prediction. Totally not, totally not biased at all.
2: Not at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right,
2: getting a the Dingo jersey,
0: <laughs> but in the big, but 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 all right. Well, anyway, uh, I want to thank um, Cynthia, Bruno, Patrick, Stephen. Are
2: you not covering the,
0: what, what, the what questions? Oh!
2: Sorry, you... you saw them, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I did. I did. The, the ones from...
2: Uh, what kind uh, of host? No, I'm I kidding. Not, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> the ones from... Um, uh, you were too
2: excited about Edingo. There's two from yeah. Josie about RV and then one from Neil. Actually, I didn't double check the Neil one. You
3: should double. Oh, check. what happened to Neil? What happened to Neil and his uh, double hat trick by Jonas?
2: Oh, he wants to take you out for a beer, buddy. Oh,
3: so, good. He daughter. wants to be friends
2: with Bruno just so that you guys can, know. you know, go at it all the time.
3: I'm trying to see if I can Neil, find it. Neil, 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 got a little upset with me on the Three Tucos podcast.
0: Neil got a little upset with everybody. You're kidding. Well, at least Neil, at least you guys didn't block him. So. <laughs> and Cal <my> <laughs> I'm not saying. No, I'm saying.
2: We're saying I nothing.
0: It. I can't find it. You like? Do you? Do you have it? I'm trying Give to see. Give me a second.
2: It. No, you just have to search Neil for whatever reason. If I search anything that I see Neil talking to, it doesn't show up. But if oh. I look at his profile, it shows up.
0: Yeah, I gotta. I got look there. Twitter.
2: Right? Thanks for that. You could, Somebody's if, blocking Neil.
0: <laughs> if you have um, if you have uh, what you call it? If you have the first questions from Josie, you could tell him.
2: That's on the hashtag tikitaka.
0: All right. All right. So Sorry, I'm on first Neil first now. First <laughs> asked Bruno for can me and Bruno go
3: for beers? If he's gonna tell me his plan and how he's gonna become Befika president, I'll consider it. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm <laughs> so voting
2: let's... for him. What do you mean what's his plan? I'm here. Oh you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> vote for
3: him too? Oh hey, man. man.
2: I didn't get my vote in for LFE because I received the voting details like a day after the vote happened. So I was like, "Thanks, LFE, way to make sure I can't." So I'm a so little this bit is, bitter.
3: This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. I, and I'm really liking the fact that you don't, you know, you're voting for him because this way you don't even need the police or judiciary to come and drop you guys' division. Neil's gonna do it all on his own.
2: Oh, that's just not nice. Now you're being mean.
3: <laughs> I'm not <laughs> being so mean. I'm being realistic.
2: No, you're do being you, mean. Have
3: you listened? No, no. Have you listened to his ideas? You have to hey, listen to his ideas. for. Hey,
2: people thought Willy Wonka's crazy. You stop yourself right now.
3: All right. So, <laughs> oh, anyway. so what you're saying is Neil is Willy Wonka?
2: For soccer, perhaps. <laughs> Give ah. him a chance. Why you got to be <laughs> mean?
0: Anyway. I'm not an- being mean. I saw, mean. Neil, I saw mm-hmm. Neil with a comment on Bruno. He said, oh, that Bruno one week, if he controls the league, then the next week they don't. So there you go. There's one of your big fans. Anyway. Yes, uh, there's a question which was, "Hey guys, just wondering if you think Porto lose any of the, any remaining games?" Then he asked a lot questions, which I said yes. Will uh, they
3: lose? Yeah, Porto lose. Yeah,
0: yeah. My I, I
3: well, that's
2: Neil's question.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, okay, I, I won't be, I won't be a naive and say, "You know, we're gonna win them all and we're gonna get twelve points out of it." No, I, I think. I think we're gonna drop a game somewhere, but it's gonna be a draw. And I don't, I don't, I foresee maybe a draw, but not a loss. Mm-hmm. A loss with that would shock. A better. loss with hey, it, would shock.
2: Hey, that's footy, though, isn't rather,
0: it? I would rather you guys win all the remaining games than for than for you guys to tie one. Please just either tie two, lose one, or win
3: all of them. I think Porto about. Did no, you, I, I see what he's saying because the if they dr- if we draw that means and you guys went out um we're going to win the league based on head to head.
0: Yep. Same
3: number. I four. see what he's saying.
0: I would rather be 2 points behind or win the league than <coughs> stay with the same points and lose it.
1: But I th- I think there's a prospect for Porto to drop points in every single game that they have they their, their run up. Thank is, you,
2: Patty. Yeah. The run up is
1: the second toughest mm-hmm. after Sporting's, and it's close. It follows it of closely. Of course,
2: yours is the hardest. Of course, it is.
1: Yeah, because we've got to play Benfica, and we've got some tricky away games as well uh, to mm-hmm. go with that. But uh, no, Porto, Porto uh... play which Stobo, I think got a result against Porto last year, didn't they? Yeah, um, tied one one. Juan Carvalho and all 1-1. that. Yeah. Um, Marítimo away is going to be a tricky game. Fayence are so always a difficult team to beat, and then on the last day going away to Guimaraes, um could be quite tricky as well. So there's but a prospect either. to drop points. Yeah. Yep. There's a prospect to drop points in each of those games. So yeah, uh, Porto are going to have to um, buckle no, just, up. <laughs> just, just be Porto and and do what they do. Um, or th- they are do difficult a games.
2: A blow up, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> Only if. Um, Porting beat Benfica as well. If not, if not, I don't really care what happens.
2: Your dream stinks, Patty. All
1: right. <clears throat> um. Anyway, uh,
0: what about what about uh Stephen? Do you do you think that uh, Portu can lose a game? Do you think that you're going to lose a game?
4: I think it's likely if we uh, continue to have inconsistent games like the Sporting game. Um, obviously, as a 4-2 fan, I would want them to get all 12 points. But just as Patrick was mentioning, all these teams are difficult. Um, we didn't have the best results with them in the past. And I won't doubt that that D-Marange game, I think that would be the one I would go 75% of the chances that we might lose that game against d mm-hmm. So You really right, think so, yeah, Steven? Yeah, I really think so, uh, especially with Marang. Wow. Unless Porto, you know, I'm, be- has a I'm very nervous won, about.
3: They- Where you nervous?
0: I'm- unless
4: Porto has a momentum.
3: I'm I'm more nervous about Marítimo than I am Guimarães.
0: Fuck me, man! I can't get behind Marítimo at all.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm just going based on 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 uh, numbers. I mean, Porto it- hasn't won there, and I think. In uh, five years,
0: right? But and now, in the, the last six mean, games, Mar- but maritim Mar- 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 can't win. Mar- 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 can't get a damn result, man.
3: But hold on a second, uh, Peter. You know how this works. In the
1: early
3: in the yeah, but Peter, you know how this works. You, you yeah, those, numbers, those numbers, <laughs> those numbers don't count. Don't apply to when you play in the big three. When you play the big three, it's different numbers then. Right. Uh, Porto has so not easy. won in five years, and in the last six games, there
0: also they lose. have
3: not won. So it's loss or draws. Guimarães, we've been there before. We've played them before in the past this season, and we've had good results against them. I'm more worried about Maritimo because they're going to get up for that game, regardless if they have nothing to play for. Because now Porto, if you look at the schedule, they're playing against two teams that have something to play for, and they're playing against two teams that have nothing to play for. Um, Wednesday's game shot all chances for Maritimo to have any type of significance in the season, which was with, um, you know, they were hoping that if Porto qualified for the final and they won, they would have and if they hold on to the fifth place, they would have won to Europa League. Now there's no Europa Europa League for, for Maritimo. So they have nothing to play for. In my opinion, in my opinion, those teams are very dangerous to play when they have nothing to play for, because they're just going to throw out guys there, and they're going to be like, all right. You guys go out and play and have fun, and they have they're just playing loose, no pressure. Porto has all the pressure in those games um, against Stubel and against um, uh, Feyenoord. Th- those are going to be some tough games at home. If you look back at last season, those were the two games down the stretch where Porto tied at home, and you know that kind of decided the league.
2: It's a beautiful
3: thing um, amongst amongst other factors, but <laughs> amongst <laughs> other factors. But I mean, I, oh, really? I, 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 I don't, I don't understand why Steve sees it that way. I mean, I'm a little surprised that you said that. I was really thinking that he was going to say the same thing it was about Maritimo because I know a lot of politicians, they're very worried about Maritimo. They're not really worried about Guimarães. Maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe he might be he's right.
2: worried. Maybe, maybe that's why I, you I, guys I, are I, overlooking could
0: them. Be. He, my, my could be. be. Might mm-hmm. be worried. Good be.
2: Uh,
0: Maritim. Maybe you guys even drop points twice in a row. I mean. hope you're both right. <laughs> man, if they if they all they need is two draws, right? If they tie if they tie it twice, think it goes first, right?
1: <laughs> Give managers, managers, bizarre, isn't it? So um, it is. there's a there's a little link there.
0: Yeah, man. Come on. All right. Anyway, so getting to the questions. Uh, so there good. is
2: one that I can't find, but I think it's because we're so late and I've just lost it. But somebody was asking us if we think that Sporting is doing so well because of Bruno Carvalho.
3: I thought about that myself. To be honest with you, I, yeah. I really think that that might be something that there there might be something going on over there. Um, maybe this was the rallying cry that Bruno Carvalho was hoping for, where he's getting you know. Um, his his players to play for him now, it, it is very possible because um, you know Sporting is actually playing well in these last couple of games. They played well against Atletico Madrid. They played well against Paz Freida. Um, you know they played well against Bolognens. I mean they're 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 peaking at the right time. But let's also look back if this this form continues. We all know the rivalry between Sporting and Benfica. The team that's usually playing the worst is the one that usually wins. Benfica, I've been saying it for weeks, hasn't looked very good. They had a decent half against Porto, and then in the second half, they were a bunch of bums. And <laughs> Sporting has been putting a lot of, they're putting first and second halves together, and they're getting results. Uh, you know, there's something to say there. You guys better drop a game right before, sport, uh, right before Benfica so you guys can take that game.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. It'll be right. perfect. Leave it alone.
0: All right. Uh, Patrick, you know, real quick, what do you think? Do you think that it has any implications with
1: Carvalho or, or not? Nah, not really. Um, I, don't, I don't think. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the fans that don't think Sporting were playing that badly before. You're one of the um, few.
2: It's like a handful of you.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I I don't think we were playing that bad that badly before the 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 comments and the loss to Atletico and I don't think we're playing that much better. Um now obviously it, it's it it helps in hindsight that you obviously got um the result by your side and perhaps that there is an element that the players are um more together now and all that. Um so from a, a perspective of like harmony in the camp maybe there is that 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 um bond there that players will go out and and fight for each other but i i generally uh, got the impression that they were doing that already and um my my opinion of the squad hasn't changed um from what it was i, I i'm happy with what they're doing and um obviously obviously i i expected uh, better we we did have some poor games um particularly since the turn of the year um but uh you know i put i put that down to the nature of football so um we're, we're, we're doing well we're fighting uh, but i always thought we were fighting anyway so that's where i stand all right
2: i honestly think it breeds resentment i know you're trying to move on peter but like no, i'll be honest with you. if anybody did that to me i'd be like you're an asshole like yes i'm gonna play well but it's to show despite your your stupid actions that i'm a, a professional player and uh I would I would be talking to my agent and be like listen we got to get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> but on that I've, I I saw today that. I saw today there was a um CMTV which is trash TV in my opinion. Um they were trying they were trying to plug a story that how uh, the sporting president was all uh jumpy and excited at the fact Sporting were were clamping Porto down in the cup and all the players were ignoring him. I think we're going to see a lot of that um like propaganda stuff not just from CMTV but other other publications, I think, um, and I, I'd I mean, say I that's think, all rubbish think, now.
0: It's not, it's not, it's not a non-story, but it's like
1: it's something. It's, that you're it will be blown out of proportion. But like, yeah, obviously. I said I said last to. week there will be players that yeah. you know feel that they won't forgive Bruno uh, Carvalho for for what he did, and but no, but exactly. I, I do think the majority and perhaps all of them will, if they have anything uh, against the president, they'll keep it on mute for the time that um they they the club
2: because um, they're professional <laughs> yeah
1: um but i i i i, I don't <laughs> they, they, they will they will start to come out with this sort of in in, in a camp conflict and how the president is isolating and all that but to me that's all so uh, rubbish it kind of made
2: me laugh how he had to like on his own, I, I really wanted to watch him crawl, but I'm just an ass. Um, when he's like on his own, trying to like walk out, I was like, what an asshole! <laughs> no one cares. They're all celebrating. Get off the field.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but he's won over a lot of a lot of fans back. I think a lot of a lot of people have um, a, a lot of people feel that sporting are playing better now, um, and a lot of people think, also share that sentiment. Back, to be honest, I just think that the
0: same people that wanted to back him up already, but ba- you know. I am hearing the same argument from the uh, the ones that protected his posts, basically, is what I'm saying. I haven't seen anybody that was against what he did on Facebook and now he's saying, oh, it's thanks mm-hmm. to that we're playing this well, basically, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was just making sure you kind of stop talking. Yeah. That was, that
2: was awkward silence. I
0: was expecting you to say something else, but I've uh, but honestly, I don't think he turned any fans. I think the ones that were already okay with his Facebook posts were the ones that are backing him up now, saying that that's why. He he anyway, um, th- then Josie asked us uh, something that I believe we already answered, but anyway. Yes, uh, Rv is under heavy criticism by fans after the Porto loss. Is it fair or foul? Considering Benfica has won, he said three in a row under him, but obviously like, two in a row under him. Um, quick answers, everybody. I don't think we. I think we talked about it pretty much. But you know, what do you guys think?
3: Say that one more time. The question.
0: It, basically is it fair to criticize Benfica fans to criticize Rv after the loss against. Uh,
3: no, they should criticize. They should criticize Orellas if he gets caught with this corruption scandal and they lose all their titles. That's what they should be really upset about. <laughs>
2: Maybe I'll uh, call Pintacosh and use his lawyer too, huh?
3: No, they are lawyered up. I don't think they need any more. They have yeah. four different agencies. They don't need one more, do they? Um. All right. Yeah, well,
2: but Pintacosh is just proven, in it?
3: Let's not prove innocent. Prove innocent. We, we, should,
0: mm-hmm. we, we can't get into it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we can't, cause it's a big circle. And we just keep going, go round, around.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Patrick, I think we touched a lot about this, but what do you think? You know?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's unfair. Um, at, at the end of the day, I'll come back to what I said. It's, you lose, you lose to a rival, and as much as it hurts to lose against a rival, you have to respect it. Um, I side like Porto is a good side, and when when it comes down to a goal in the last minute, you just have to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and. And go again because there's still so much to play for anyway. So, um, if 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 you if you're still in the title race, then and the manager must be doing something right. So hold on to that and fight till the end.
3: But All don't right. you guys, as Benfica fans, don't you guys believe that? it, it, it seems like you guys are defeated. The season's over. it it, that's what it seems like to me
0: me yeah that's what that's why that's why i got so salty and i swear to god i was in my room and i was like and i was leaning back and i was like i'm not mad did
3: you get salty when you were looking up at the ceiling with that poster over (laughs) your bed
0: i was mad mad at our fans and i think you know i and i agree with you that a lot of people feel like we've been defeated and it's just ridiculous to think about that because we're not defeated.
3: I, listen, everything is still in play. There's no, the season's not over. I mean, yeah, the way the press, fans. yeah, the the way the press is carrying itself, it seems like oh, the season's over. Uh, and, you know, and, blah blah. If has not, no chance,
0: what they're doing is even hyping hyping out Sporting to take to to jumping Fika which I mean, come on, I mean, obviously there's a possibility. Which
2: if if they have, can jump us, why the fuck can't we win? What the hell?
0: Right, they're hyping up the fact that Sporting can finish in second I and mean, Fica third, but. They're they're almost handing out the title of Porto, which obviously you know they're favorites. It, this game could be what was two years ago when Befica beat Sporting and then they win their many of their remainder of the games. Obviously Porto can do that and win the remainder of the games, but you know they already uh, they already feel like they handed the title out. Uh, well,
3: well, I think that's my the, my question was to all Benfica fans, like emotionally, do you feel like your team is gonna be able to bounce back from this loss?
2: Yes, we you are know,
3: I well that's a question because in the past they haven't and and it, it this late in the year. So I think this it all it all seems what's gonna happen with Sturils, Sturils is gonna be a tough game. I, I, I think that in, and I don't know if you guys are gonna pass that game based on right. on it depends on your emotion. But because right. if things start are not looking are not looking good, and Studio plays the way they played against Porto in the first half and Sporting all game long. You guys are gonna you guys are gonna struggle a lot, and there's no genres, correct?
0: Yeah, no genres. Uh, but but Bruno, uh, wait, what are you talking about? Benfica struggling in these type of situations. I mean, when was the last time we saw that?
2: We, we were saw that years ago, until the 89th ago? minute.
0: Like four years ago, was that when we saw these struggles?
3: Remember these last couple of years, you got a little impronzino, but another okay. impronzino is not there. It, it, ah. it's, it's, it's still there. So wait, there. we're
0: not so listen, corrupt. You're, mix, you're, you're mixing things up. Because <laughs> what you oh know, no, I'm not. I, Bruno, oh
2: yes, you, you are. Know,
0: what you're saying is that Benfica, uh, you know, feels this pressure, and and they might crumble. That hasn't happened for about five years because Benfica has always been, you know, in the final. I don't know, seven, eight games of the year, they have always been first. So, it's not the same pressure of being behind. So, I don't know what your question is coming from because we haven't seen this type of response from Vitoria or when we did was early in the season and they bounced back quite well.
3: So, that's I'll why I'll, re- I'll repeat it for you. So, you, I don't think you listen correctly. The last couple of years, you have had a little impronzinho at the end of the year. It was when you were struggling and then all of a sudden some dubious calls were made. And now the masquerade 100%. has fallen. Zivkovic penalty. I'm an idiot. Do you really think that was a penalty, Peter? 100%. Honestly. Think, think for a second. That's 100%. I've seen... Pu- That's a what?
0: 100% a penalty. He pushed him.
3: Oh, my Lord. Dude, well, pushed listen. It's clear. Pushed off the ball where? He runs into the back of Ricard Preda. If you're an attacking player and you run into the back of a defender... And you fall sideways, you have to hit the gym
1: Zivkovic that's what it's called was actually the first Zivkovich was actually the first to make contact with ricardo's arms so um I, I thought it was soft anyway, but with, with that detail in there, I don't think it was a penalty either uh, there's
3: there if that's a penalty, then I'm sorry, soccer can be a no longer a contact sport
1: All right
3: well no, I mean, listen, I mean, you really, listen, I you honestly, can't sit I here, you can't sit here hard. and complain about the officiating in this game because I'm not, I'm not. we all remember what happened at the start of the game with that. I mean, it's probably the most scandalous offside in history of soccer. It terrible, in,
0: in, denying that. but he wasn't because there was another one that was worse than that. So
3: let's not, get well, hold on. You're th- which one though? The, the penalty con. on Luizzo? No, my con
0: was extreme, was way, was, was. Way offside, too, and that decided the title.
3: No, no, it didn't. What decided the total was Provenza in that game. Mm -hmm. Two plays before that, didn't see a double handball on Cardozo. Double handball. Not one, one. two two handballs.
0: Come on, man. Let's
3: move on from this. I'm just saying. What else do you
2: want to say, huh?
3: Uh, what to what think, do you uh, you have baby yeah. wipes yeah. to to give out over there at your house.
0: I do have baby wipes, don't worry about that. we almost going to our so We kind of need to get it out. But anyway, so. I'm sure <laughs> I'm gonna Wait
2: for one second. Josie's on our uh, yeah, <laughs> what chat, and he's saying that, Bruno, you live in the past. You probably have a, a VHS, and you use the yellow pages. <laughs> Because wow. you're old. You don't even use Twitter. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Facebook's better, he says.
3: All right. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> this
3: one, this one Who's I this, Josie? Uh,
2: Jose I, He's uh, a Sportingista. Sportingista.
3: No, uh, uh, the only thing I got to say to Josie is the following. <laughs> he has 16 years I I don't talk to guys that don't win titles in sixteen years. That's all I gotta Again, say. Again,
0: living right. in the past. All right. All right. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna direct this question to, to Patrick, and then I'm gonna direct it to Cynthia because you know I find it interesting. Just and I think all right. Anyway, <laughs> Patrick, you're more neutral, and I want to see what you think about this question. Basically, he asked, you know, who we thought is under criticism for not going. For the win late against, Jose. but what would be the reaction if Rui went more offensive with his late subs and conceded a goal trying to score instead of preserving the point? That's a good point. That's Who's the that thing? That was separated too. That was Josie. It's
1: Josie. Yeah, that's the, that's that's, thank that's you what Vittorio Vittorio we, we, we need to think, um, about these decisions because that, that could have very easily happened. Rui could have. Uh, As I said, his plan worked, I think, which was to secure the draw at a time where Porto were on top. And had it not been for a a goal from range, um, his plan would have worked. But he could have gone in there and and thought, you know what, let's go 4-4-2 instead of 4-3-3 with Samadis and Faso holding it in the middle. He could have gone for 4-4-2, Seferovic up front with Jimenez or whatever and and Porto stick one or two past Benfica and then, um, you know, but, but, but if he can lose anyway, so uh-huh. these are decisions that managers have to make, and it, it, yeah. it would sometimes sometimes it's easy to shout uh, from the uh, from our couches at the TV screen or in the stadium or whatever But um, you know, every every plan every plan has a counter, um, and um, it, it doesn't even you don't even need a counter for a, a plan to um, to fail. Any incident, mistake from the referee or or of or, or like a freak occasion and and your plan is underwater so um it, it's managing is complex it, it it really is so um that's why i say with the with the, the fine details in that game i i, I, I don't put any blame on private and it's very easy to uh come out in hindsight and say oh you should have done this and should have done that um that's that's where i stand on it Alright, well, Cynthia, I don't know what you want to weigh in on this. What do you think?
2: Um, I think that there's just a group of haters against RV. So, he's damned if he does, and he's damned if he doesn't. And uh, it, it doesn't matter. He was winning. Um, he got into that stride that I spoke about. So, they stopped. They backed off a bit. But, uh, you know, the it's game not was even... decent. Pardon? It's
1: not, sorry, it's not even, like, just against who I think it's I think that comes to everyone. For example, Konaté was just, uh, just on the sporting game. Konaté was getting uh, was getting uh, criticised for not using Marega and all that. But he he could genuinely have played Marega, and Marega gets injured, and then all of a sudden uh, we're thinking, why did you put Marega on and cost him the season? And, exactly. And so you know, there's there's situations. Uh, for every manager, um, that they have to watch out for, and uh, yep. us lot that have the easy job, just have to watch and uh, and suffer uh, and criticize as well. <laughs> We've got the easy uh, ride. Definitely.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know if Bruno kind of weigh, you know, kind of wants to weigh in on this. As uh, you know, what do you what do you honestly think? would be our reaction, you know, as big events. if we still go for the win and Porto, you know, take advantage of us going for the win and, and end up winning the game, maybe two. It would have been upset. It, it,
3: all, it really all depends on the circumstances, on, on how everything unfolds. I mean, listen, we're still one month away from deciding who the title holder is. So, I mean there's still a lot of things that can play who, who knows we can say, you know, we're talking about or oh, we're debating all about Porto and Benfica Porto and Benfica could lose these two games or I this game <laughs> this weekend and sporting wins. And all of a sudden we got a three team race again.
2: Oh So God.
3: let's slow things down. <laughs> uh, everyone's got a tough game this week. Uh, Sporting's playing against the Boavista that is with no pressure. That's a dangerous game. Porto has Stubal who's trying to get away from relegation. That's a dangerous game. Benfica's playing against Turil, who's in relegation danger. That's a dangerous game. Uh-huh. Braga just won their game. They're applying some pressure from behind. Dude, there's a lot of different things that are going on right now. I know, and I hear a lot of Porticos talking about, oh, you know, well, we'll never lose on Monday, no, blah, blah, blah. We got a sold-out stadium. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we had a sold-out stadium against Stubble last year, and we ended up tying the game. So, let's calm down. Porto strikers haven't scored in eight straight games. Keep that in mind. Eight straight games. <laughs> that good? That? Uh, no, it's called. They're uh, they're coming off of injury. Number one. And it's they're cold. not in good form because when they were <laughs> before their injury, they were all in good form. You can't say that they weren't. They were all scoring.
0: I was just I was just adding to my point that I don't think Abu move is that good. <laughs> That's all, That's
3: all. Listen, <laughs> the, I, the guy scores and listen, the guy scores internationally. I know one striker that scores a lot in the Portuguese league, but when he goes international, NEMPIS.
0: I would rather have him score thirty five goals per year in Portuguese league than to score 15-15 divided by, you know, 15 in the Campeonato and 15 in the Champions League. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say now. I think
3: that was all well, cool. you did.
0: Exactly. So, all right. So, good to go.
2: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So, uh, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Steven. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Bruno, for coming on. You're
2: welcome. We'll
0: be back next week. Merry Adios, everyone. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys.
2: Then.